Viking, committed to exploring the world in comfort. Journey through the heart of Europe on an elegant Viking longship with thoughtful service, cultural enrichment, and all-inclusive fares. Discover more at viking.com. Today on Watching Your Wealth, celebrities make plenty of money mistakes too. We'll tell you more. This is Watching Your Wealth from the Wall Street Journal. Advice for making, keeping, and protecting your money. Now, from our studios in New York, here's Veronica Dagger. This is Veronica Dagger, and you're listening to Watching Your Wealth, where you learn all you need to know about building your wealth and protecting your money. Jeff Fishman is the owner of JSF Financial, and he works with celebrities and athletes. Welcome, Jeff. Thanks for having me today, Veronica. My pleasure, Jeff. So we hear of many celebrities and athletes dying broke, and they've got this, this rags-to-riches thing going on. Often you say they don't know how to handle it because they're not sure how to handle the sudden money that they come into. Which, 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 which is a common problem, and I think it sort of feeds on itself, Veronica, mm-hmm. from a standpoint of so often if you do come from, let's say, a less privileged background and all of a sudden you do end up making a lot of money, next thing you know, your family has grown tenfold yeah. and everybody's showing up for handouts. Everybody's your friends. Yep. Eesh. And so it's very hard to say no to people and everybody wants to be there for you. And let's face it, next thing you know, you've got this huge group of people that are, that are, that are looking to you for assistance. And, next, and you know, all of a sudden you're helping one after another. And as you can imagine it becomes not only expensive, but difficult. Difficult, yeah. I would think it's really difficult to say no, especially if you were in that situation not too long ago. You might feel a little guilty on cutting those people off. And now, or, or, yeah. Yeah, or, or even, Veronica, or even in a position to be able to look at them and say, no, I can't help you yep. when you're so much better off than they are at this stage and you were once in the exact same position they're in today. That's right. That's right. Now, some of these people also don't have a business background either. So that's another thing that, that could hold them back. Which is very, very common, Veronica. You have so many people out there in this position who, whether artistically, creatively, or, or, or simply you know, because of their, their athletic skills, they've been able to excel in their, in their chosen profession, but at the same time, they frequently don't come from family backgrounds, from educational backgrounds, which have really emphasized handling money or the business side of the world. Mm-hmm. And as a result, it's all new to them. And it's very, very difficult to learn, as you can imagine, a little bit later in life, especially when all of a sudden you have a lot of people who are, quote unquote, friends yeah. trying to tell you exactly what to do. And probably a lot of p- people pitching you their services or their investment products that may or may not be so good for you. And then you're probably so busy, your career is probably coming first, so you're not really thinking about the money. So I would think there's a lot of distraction, a lot of noise, and sorting through that noise might be difficult. Now, you said another thing is that some folks forget that the party is not going to last forever. You could be really famous one year, but then the next year, hey, people not really thinking so much about you. Right. And it's, I, I think that happens a lot. It's sort of human nature. When times are going, when times are going well, people try not to go ahead and look back at times behind them, which weren't so good. Hmm. And as a result, people want to enjoy the moment. And as you can imagine, it's very, very difficult to be able to look at somebody who is, <clears throat> who is doing well and, and be able to look at them and say, oh, get ready. You, mm. might not, you might not continue doing as well as you are right now for the future because, let's face it, all of a sudden, are you a pessimist? Right. Are you a naysayer? Do you not believe in them? Yeah. And so it's very difficult to send that message 
while at the same time letting them know it's really because you have their back, not because you don't believe in their future abilities. Right. You're trying to help them for the future, not hurt them and bring them down. Yep. Now, tell us, you know, you've seen celebrities and athletes. You've told me in the past that they may really enjoy spending. What are some of the things you're seeing them say, you know, I have to have this. I, You know, I need to buy this. Right. What are some of those so, items? So, Veronica, we spend a lot of time talking to these kind of clients about the difference between needs and wants. Mm -hmm. And when you go ahead, when you're starting out, when you just finished school, whether you're just starting your career, so often your needs are really simple. It's paying your rent, it's being able to put some food on your table, putting gas in your car, and that's really just about it. All of a sudden, where you come into a lot more money, one of the first things a lot of people like doing is you like buying an expensive home. Hmm. You like buying a, a fancy car or two. Nice to um, show off. They like, obviously, their, their wardrobe changes dramatically. Oh, yeah. And it's not just a notion of, oh, my goodness, this is what I want. It actually becomes a different type of situation where it's, this is what I need, and this is what I must have. That's a really good point. You know, Jeff, so many of the things you've said, they apply to celebrities and athletes and wealthy people, but they could apply to average people, too, people who aren't bringing in the big bucks or whose name isn't in the, the magazines or on the websites all over Twitter. So I'm wondering, what, what advice do you have for both groups in terms of being smart with their money? Is, is it a matter of just spending less or keeping track of your expenses? What can both groups, the average and the celebrities, both learn? Right. It's, it's the same lesson, Veronica, and it's really all about moderation. Mm. And my grandmother's taught me all about the, the definition and the, and the importance of moderation in everything <laughs> you do in life. And it really, that, that's what it is. So no matter how much you're making, whether you're successful as a corporate executive, whether you're successful in teaching at a college or at a high school or whatever level you're at, the fact is, is as, you, as your career progresses, as you make more money, the temptation is, okay, now I can go ahead and afford certain things I wasn't able to do before. And by the way, you have to live for today also. You do want to go ahead and enjoy some of these things, but you also have to at the same time recognize, well, this might not continue, and I always want to have a rainy day fund. I always want to be able, as we say, to be able to hit the curveball because life is all about being able to hit the curveball. If everything true. just comes straight as expected, it's easy but inevitably things come and happen, which you never, ever expect. Great tips. It's always so fun to chat with you, Jeff. It's great to be here, Veronica. It's always great, and I appreciate you having me. My pleasure, and I'd love for you to stick around and take our version of the financial prowse questionnaire. Would you be willing to? Of course. Looking right. forward to it. Great. And you stick around, too. The Claude Three model family from Anthropic is your one-stop shop for enterprise AI. With models at every point on the price-performance curve, you no longer have to make trade-offs between intelligence, speed, and cost. Claude 3 Opus sets new industry benchmarks for intelligence. Sonnet strikes the perfect balance between skills and speed, and Haiku is the fastest and lowest-cost model on the market, perfectly designed for high-volume, high-speed use cases. Join the thousands of enterprises who trust Anthropic to keep them at the frontier. Visit anthropic.com slash Claude today. Hi, I'm Paul Vigna. If you do not subscribe to the Money Bee podcast, you are going to feel worse than a short seller on the day of a big rally. Go to iTunes and WSJ.com slash podcasts. You want to sign up for this one. WSJ Podcasts. Listen ambitiously.
Now, here's Veronica Dagger. Welcome back to Watching Your Wealth. Now it's time for JSF Financial's Jeff Fishman to take our financial version of the Proust. Jeff, are, are you ready? I hope so. <laughs> All right. Jeff, what's the best financial advice you ever received? Best financial advice I ever received was, I'm not sure if I would call it financial as much as, much as sort of overall career guidance. Okay. And that was when I was in school. And... I received the advice of go ahead and do whatever you can to further your education and get the best education you can possibly obtain, even though it might, you might not necessarily decide on a career or what you actually want to pursue, but the more educated you are, the more and better chance you have to succeed later on in life. Solid and, advice. And it ended up being very, very valuable. From a pure financial standpoint, Veronica, Pricing. I can tell you the best advice, and this is, might be more more germane to living in Southern California, uh-huh. but oftentimes people will tell you when you buy your first house, try to stretch a little bit. And it might run counter to sort of your, your concerns of, oh my God, this is my first house, how am I going to afford this? But I have to tell you, especially if you're going to stay in that house for a while, mm. real estate usually does appreciate over time, and it becomes a lot more affordable as you become a little bit older and more secure in your career. So, so many people, when they buy a house, they're not quite sure if they can afford an extra couple hundred dollars. I'll often tell people, try, because you'd rather get a house that, rather buy a house that really suits your long-term needs, as opposed to make a sacrifice, when the likelihood is you'll be able to actually grow into it over time. That's a good point. What's the worst financial advice you ever received? The worst financial advice I ever received? That's a, a, a good question, as you can probably imagine. Um, I think the worst financial advice I ever received was when after the earthquake here in Los Angeles, and there was really devastation all over. And I went to look at a, a apartment building as a possible real estate opportunity, and it was only a couple blocks away from where the 10 freeway had collapsed after the earthquake. Mm-hmm. And one of my friends looked at me and says, Jeff, we can't buy this. There's devastation all around. There's no way this apartment would be a good purchase hmm. at this time. And as you can imagine, you've got to think and look at something like that and say, this is an opportunity. Every calamity poses an opportunity. It was a great example of, of something we should have jumped on. You live and you learn. <laughs> now, if you had won a million dollars after tax, what would you do with it? So first thing I would do is that I'd make sure that if I had any kind of expensive debt, I'd pay that down right away. When I say expensive debt, I'm talking about any, anything that has any kind of a high rate of interest. You want to go ahead and you want, you want to reduce that immediately. Secondly, I would make sure my kids' college funds were secure and fully funded. And then third, I would put away money for a rainy day. And then fourth, ask my wife where she wanted to go on vacation and be happy to go with her (laughs) wherever she wants to go. (laughs) Good way to leave it. We'll leave it there. Thank you so much, Jeff. Thanks again, Veronica. And thanks again to Jeff Fishman for joining us. This has been Watching Your Wealth, a production of the Wall Street Journal. I'm Veronica Dagger. For more information, check us out at wsj.com slash podcasts. Thanks for listening. This message comes from Viking, committed to exploring the world in comfort. Journey through the heart of Europe on an elegant Viking longship with thoughtful service, destination-focused dining, and cultural enrichment on board and on shore. And every Viking voyage is all-inclusive with no children and no casinos. Discover more at viking.com.